For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A promotional fee has been paid by the sponsor of this program for its editorial content. Statements, views, and beliefs expressed by the sponsor do not reflect those of WOKV or Cox Media Group. In the House with Ken and Jared is brought to you by Universal Roof and Contracting. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues with In the House with Ken and Jared. For all your questions on roofing, siding, and home improvement, call 340-1045. Ken and Jared at Universal Roof are ready to answer your questions. In the House on News 1045 WOKV. Hello, good morning, and welcome to In the House with Ken and Jared. Hi, my name is Jared Malik. Sometimes sitting next to me is my father, Ken. Uh, not today, but uh, he is uh, doing what he does, which is whatever he wants. So welcome to the show. We appreciate you joining me this morning. Number to dial with your home improvement questions, 340-1045. Again, that's 340-1045. All right, so I own a business that's called Universal Roof and Contracting. Uh, throughout the week, we help people with roofing, siding, and windows. Uh, and uh, But I'm a general contractor and, and actually uh, for many, many years have done um, other types of construction, um, remodels, additions. My dad was a, a custom home builder when I was growing up. I'm a licensed general contractor. So even though throughout the week we only do roofing, siding, and windows, uh, we actually answer all types of home improvement questions here on In the House. So any type of home improvement question is okay with us. Uh, if you have a leak somewhere, you want to know how to stop it or how to find it, uh, perhaps you're thinking about doing a remodel or an addition and you want to know what type of remodel or addition pays off. Uh, maybe you're thinking about uh, replacing some flooring. You want to know uh, whether or not you should go over the top or whether or not you should remove it. Uh, maybe you're thinking about um, uh, installing wood floors. You want to know the difference between actual hardwood and engineered and laminate. Uh, maybe you're doing some drywall repairs and uh, you want to know the best way to remove popcorn or uh, uh, really anything having to do with home improvement, uh, you can give us a call. Number here, 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. Website is inthehouseshow.com. And uh, so you can uh, take a look at that. Uh, some great information, tips, tricks, and more information on inthehouseshow.com. And then my website for my business is universalroofjacks.com. Again, universalroofjacks.com. So uh, today on my talk agenda, I've got a couple different things that we're going to chat about. I want to talk about uh, roofing. Uh, June 1st is the official start date to hurricane season. Now, we usually find that uh, hurricane season is, is um, you know, more prevalent or there's more hurricanes towards the end of the season as opposed to the beginning. Uh, but I want to talk about uh, roofing having to do with hurricane season, so we're going to chat about that. We're also going to talk about windows a little bit more uh, uh, today on the show and renewal by Anderson. Uh, renewal by Anderson is a great uh, window replacement 
replacement company. It is the uh, window replacement um, division of the Anderson uh, Corporation, and Anderson definitely known for quality window and doors. And uh, Renewal by Anderson is specifically their replacement window line uh, where they handle it from the initial phone call uh, to the manufacturing of the window uh, all the way through the installation. And so there's one company to talk to that's Renewal by Anderson. So we're going to talk about that uh, today on the show. But the best part of this show is really you, our great listener. And so if you want to give us a call, number here, 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. Now, if you're shy or don't like the sound of uh, your voice on the radio, you can actually uh, go uh, just email me a question. Uh, we'll read that live on the air, and then we'll answer it uh, live on the air. And that's questions at universalroofjacks.com. Again, questions at universalroofjacks.com. So those are the ways to talk to me today. Now, if you don't want to talk to me, you just want to get an estimate on roofing, siding, or windows, um, uh, you can call my office uh uh, and um, I've got people there answering the phones. Uh, that number six four seven thirty nine zero seven again six four seven thirty nine zero seven. And if you want to call Renewal by Anderson, it's two 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 eight zero six four. All right, I gave a lot of information. Uh, we'll we'll give that uh, throughout this entire show. Uh, so continue to listen here to in the house. All right, let's go straight to the phones. Let's talk to John in Middleburg. John, how you doing this morning? Fine. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thanks. How can I help you? Yeah, my question. I got a my house is is tw- it's right around 20 years old and has architectural shingles, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of hips and valleys in it. And I've already had a couple leaks in some of the valleys, and it looks like I'm probably gonna be getting have to get new shingles pretty soon. Even though I thought architectural was supposed to last a while, but my biggest question is. What's the normal warranty on leaks? I, some companies they I had out, they said, well, we'll give you a year. I said, well, I could probably shingle my own roof, and even if it did leak, you aren't going to notice it in a year. Right. So I, I <laughs> right. Kind of what, what, what should be a good warranty that should be offered against leaks and stuff like that? Sure. So there's let's let's talk about the installation process, and then we'll get into into warranties. So, you know what you're describing, um, the it, valleys are very susceptible for leakage, and it's less of a manufacturer issue and more of an installation issue typically when it comes to valleys. Um, all the water runs to the valleys, so therefore, uh, it's you want to make sure that you do extra layers of protection in the valleys. In our in our business in our company we have what's called an eight-step closed valley system we actually add additional layers that even the manufacturer doesn't require because we find that the valleys are just very susceptible areas for leakage and so some companies will put underlayment or felt in the valley some uh, manuf- some people will put peel and stick uh, in the valley or a membrane material and some people will put valley metal in the valleys we actually do all three of those because there's advantages and disadvantages to each one so what we've decided is is that why would we choose we just do all of them and then we uh, some people will cut the um, shingles out of the valley to have that one layer exposed we actually keep it covered through what's called a closed cut valley system 
And so uh, we actually kind of take the best of all of the different installation methods of Valley and combine them uh, to, to do a, a, a special Valley system, a, a universal roofing contracting. So that's one thing. And that's so, you know, you can have the best product in the world. And if that manufacturer puts a great warranty on it, it still has an installation exclusion. Some of them do. Some of them don't. Uh, but um, it still has to be done right. And so you the warranty is one thing, but the more important thing is that it's actually installed well and above what the minimum requirements are. So with new roofs for us, we, we give a seven-year workmanship warranty, not a one-year like a lot of other people do, not a two-year like a lot of other people do, but we actually give a seven-year workmanship warranty. And then the manufacturer gives a life, a limited lifetime warranty on the actual um, material. And then there is an option uh, because of our certifications with a number of manufacturers, we can actually give even a longer uh, workmanship warranty where actually the manufacturer will actually take over that workmanship warranty after a period of time. So, um, but the warranty, in my opinion, is less important than how it's actually done. And how it's actually installed uh, is really a is really a key element. Oh, our architectural shingles, I think they're like supposed to have like a twenty five year warranty or something. I'm normally. Well, yeah, so architectural shingles, they would vary. So it used to be probably when you had yours installed 20 years ago, they probably had a 25-year warranty on them. And then there's some grades that would have had a 30, and then it, it was bumped up to a 40, and now there's even ones that have 50 years and, and limited lifetimes. So, But 20 years is young for an architectural shingle roof. I actually don't think it should really should fail at the 20 years, really 25, 30, even up to 40 years with an architectural shingle. But what you're describing is not necessarily a problem with the product. It's actually a problem with how it's installed. So valleys are just a very susceptible area for leakage, not because the product fails, but it's actually because of the installation method of the contractor. So, uh, Valleys usually don't leak because of a manufacturer defect. They usually leak because of an installation issue. Right. I had to have both valleys on each side of my house done within, like, one year. The guy came out and fixed his first. He says, well, you want me to fix the other one I'm here? I said, no, it's not leaking. He said, well, I can look at it. He said, it will be. And he was right. About a year and a half later, it was leaking. Yeah. So and I, again, I, that's not a that's not a manufacturer issue. That's an installation issue. So I I would want you to, you know, so the valleys are very susceptible areas for leakage. And as I said, we do. We just do a special valley system that I through my years of experience, I know works. And so it's even above what the manufacturers require. So um, so the valleys are very, very important. Right. Right. OK. Well, maybe. Uh, so if you come out looking rough, you can pretty much tell if it, I had one guy come out and look at it. He says, yeah, it needs to be replaced right away. I had another guy come out and he said, uh, now this is a couple of years ago. He said, now your roof looks fine. Call me in five years. So it's yeah. kind of like, okay, I got one guy saying I have to do it now. One guy said, no, call me in about five years. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty big difference in people's opinions. It is. You know, and we're going to tell it like it is. And one of the things that we do is if you look at, at roofing, you know, when I decide whether or not to replace a roof, obviously if it's leaking, you got to do something, right? Now, yours isn't leaking right now, but if it's leaking, you got to do something. Now, many times a small repair will buy you some time, and many times – 
it's you're just throwing money away. I'm a numbers guy in general, and so I I I treat it from a numbers perspective. So what I personally do is I say roofing is not necessarily fun. Like people like you know buying kitchens or baths and you know those are fun type purchases or you get to enjoy them and so so that's good but when it comes to roofing yeah it's decorative and it's you know 50 60% of the look of the house but the real purpose is is to keep the water out and so one of the things that i do when i when i look at is i look at the value of the roof per year so let's say I'm going to use a, a couple numbers here just because it's easier for me to do the math this way. So let's say that the roof is going to last 20 years and it's $10,000. So that would so in that scenario that means the value of the roof is $500 per year. So therefore if you can do a repair for a couple hundred bucks and it buys you 5 years that's a smart investment, right? But if you spend $2,000 and and then you still have to replace the roof next year, then that's not a good investment because you're spending $2,000 and then the next year you're still spending the 10000 But also you have to look at what you're going to do with the house. If somebody says to me, you know what, I'm – I'm not buying this house. I'm not selling this house. Or if they say to me, listen, I'm selling the house in 10 years. Well, the difference between doing it now and doing it two years from now, you might as well do it now because you're not going to get out of buying a new roof anyways, right? So you might as well not have the fear of water coming inside the house or getting interior leaks, which then could cause mold and things like that. So so you just have to make the decision, and but we'll tell you like it is. If it, if the roof is fine, we'll tell you that. If the roof needs to be replaced, we'll tell you that too. So uh, our guys can come out check it out, and uh, you know we'll definitely tell you like it is. Our number six four seven thirty nine zero seven again six four seven three nine zero seven. And thanks, John, for that call. I really appreciate it. All right, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got some some other callers. You're in the house with uh, on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, hey, welcome back in the house. Your home improvement questions are answered right here, right now. Number to dial six four uh, is three four zero one zero four five. Again, three four zero. One zero four five. Thank you for joining me today. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Steve in Arlington. Steve, you're in the house. How can I help you? Yes, sir. Hi. Say, um, I've got a 20-year-old roof, um, and a few shingles were missing, but one day I was, uh, during a bad storm, I could hear a, a ripping noise uh, up above, and sure enough, the next day I looked, uh, went up there, and uh, there was some areas where shingles were actually taken off and the decking was showing. Hmm. So, um you know, there were a lot of people to choose from in the mint and money pages, and and I just didn't know, you know, who to go with. But I heard you on the radio. I figured, well, you wouldn't be on the radio so long if you weren't doing a good job. So I called you out. And um, long story short, you all did the job, and um, I was very impressed. The uh, just to compare, my neighbor a couple doors down had a new roof on, and they were in and out in one day, and I never saw any supervisors or trucks or anybody there. Um, in your case, there was always one or two management people overseeing at all times there. And, uh, again, that, that made me feel really good. And I was getting calls from the, your office, you know, before and during and after. Just the, the follow-up and the communication was excellent. So um, really, really uh, looks great, and uh, they did a great job. And, 
and part of it, uh, and then they worked that with me with the insurance company. I mean, you all got the, you know, my insurance company to, to pay for the damage, and there were some upgrades and some things, deductibles, some other things that weren't covered, and um, your financing plan was great because it gives me one year to, to pay it off with no interest for one year. So, um, I mean, I couldn't be happier. So well, this, this thank is not you. a paid advertisement. This is just speaking <laughs> right from my, uh, my, my experience, you know, so I – appreciate the job everybody did there. Yeah, Steve, thank you so much for those kind words. I appreciate it. I, uh, you know, I, I feel truly blessed. I have just some great people that work with me and, you know, I just can't see every job and I just can't get uh, to see every customer and, and you and I haven't met yet, but, but I just want to thank you for that call and, and thank you for the kind words. I, I do appreciate it. My, my people get all the credit. You know, I, um, I just, I really do just have some, some fantastic people who really care uh, about our customers and, and making sure the job's right. So, uh, thank you for those kind words. I'm, uh, you can't tell on the radio, but I'm blushing. <laughs> Can I have something else? Sure. Um, it took, I was starting to say that they were, they were done, they had done theirs in one day and out to another company, but you all were there for two full days. And even the third day, there was a little bit of uh, follow-up work to do. So, I mean, I just felt that I was getting a good job, and maybe it's just like you were saying earlier with the valleys, the extra work you do, and that probably took longer to do, make the job right, you know. And, um, and that, again, that shows, I think, with the time that they invested in doing the job versus the, the one-day job my neighbor had. Yeah. Thanks. And, you know, many times we have different size crews and sometimes, you know, it's, a, you know, some t jobs take longer than others. But, you know, one of the things that I talk about with my guys is I, I care less about how long it takes and I care more that it's that it's right. And so however long it takes to do it right, that's what I want to, you know, that's what I want to that's how long I want them to take. You know what I mean? Like however long it takes for my guys to do it right. And, and we do, you know, I, my dad had this saying when I was growing up, which is that, um, uh, you have to inspect what you expect. And, um, you know, so that's why we make sure that we have, you know, supervisors on site to make sure that, you know, the guys are doing what it is that they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, my guys do, but part of it is, is because they know that, we're looking and so my it always has rung true throughout my entire life that you know it's just a term that my dad said has always said from the time i was a little kid that you have to inspect what you expect and so but um thank you steve for those kind words i just it really means the world to me that you take time out of your day to to call and 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 thank us so i i really that uh, you know means a lot to me oh you're more than welcome thank you all right thanks brother all right we got to take a quick break um so i can um uh, yep. Uh, uh, take a break now. We're in two minutes. Sorry. Oh, so never mind. I don't have to take a break yet. I was looking at the clock incorrectly. So let's go to the phones. We've got about a minute and a half before we take a break. Uh, so let's go to Claude in Arlington. Uh, Claude, you're in the house. How can I help you? Yes, sir. Appreciate the, uh, taking the call. Um, this kind of coincides with one of the other calls you just had, but, uh, been looking at houses to buy and, um, a lot of them are listed, you know, have, you know, architectural shingles. And how does one tell it's an architectural shingle opposed to just a regular shingle? Sure. 
Well, um, so there's different styles um, uh, of shingles. The most common is what's called a three-tab shingle. It's a flat shingle, and then it has a cutout in it every foot. So it looks like single, individual, even pieces that are one foot wide. Then architectural shingles, there's a number of different styles. The most common is what's called a laminated architectural, and it's one solid piece with another overlay piece over the top. So when you look at it up close, it looks like smaller individual pieces that are not even in size. In other words, the three tab are exactly one foot wide. The architectural, there's some larger and some bigger uh, or some smaller. And so it looks more dimensional or smaller pieces. Then that's probably the architectural shingle. Um, but there are different styles of architectural. But if you want to take a photo of it and send it to us, questions at universalroofjacks.com. We don't mind. And we don't mind coming to look at it for free either. So, all right, got to take a quick break. Come right back. More of your calls. You're in the house. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues with In the House with Ken and Jared. For all your questions on roofing, siding, and home improvement, call 340-1045. Ken and Jared at Universal Roof are ready to answer your questions. In the house on News 104.5 WOKV. Hello, welcome back. In the house, your home improvement questions are answered right here, right now. Thank you for joining me this Saturday morning. I appreciate it. My name is Jared Mellick. I own a business called Universal Roof and Contracting. Uh, Throughout the week, we help people with uh, roofing, siding, and windows. And then every weekend we come in and answer your home improvement questions. Love doing the show. Love for you to be a part of it. Number to dial 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. Or you can email me a question. Just do that at questions at universalroofjacks.com. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Mary in Palatka. How are you today, Mary? Um, Good morning. I'm fine. Um, We're in the process of buying a, a new home. Nice. And uh, it's got a really steep metal roof, like almost like an eight twelve pitch, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got like mold on it, mm-hmm. black mold. How do you clean it, or do you have to hire somebody professionally, or what do you do? I don't want to get up there and break my neck. Yeah. So how do I clean it or how should you clean it? One, I'm a I'm a professional roofing contractor who walks roofs every day. And so I can uh, I have the equipment and the ability and the uh, to be able to to do that really with no problem. You, on the other hand, there is no way that I recommend that you get up there and clean your roof. I, I recommend that you hire a professional to do it. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, 812 pitch is really steep and metal, especially if it gets wet and especially if it has debris or fungus or algae on it it's just incredibly slippery and um so i you know you don't want to get hurt and so um so it is important uh, for you to not get up there and uh and try walking around uh a lot of times those are cleaned from uh, uh from the edges um, it's important with metal. You don't want to use any sort of corrosive material. So you don't want to use like pool grade chlorine or bleach because it'll actually, you know, damage the, the metal roof. There, uh, there is a material that you hear about a lot advertised, uh, called, uh, wet and forget. Um, 
Uh, so a lot of people will use that. If you can find out who the manufacturer of that metal panel is, uh, a lot of metal manufacturers have specific requirements of what chemicals you can use to clean their metal, uh, those metal panels. So uh, as you're purchasing the house, if the if that owner is the one that um, that actually installed it, it would be a good idea if they if they had the installation um, uh, documents where you could find out exactly who the manufacturer of that metal is. Some some metal metal manufacturers do specific finishes where there's certain chemicals that will react to the finish and certain ones that won't. So I would always recommend that you go to the manufacturer first uh, to see what uh, what product they recommend uh, for cleaning. But um, you no, can. What if I, yeah. What if I can't? Yeah. I mean, what if? Uh... The house was built in 82, and uh, the roof is, looks like it's in good condition. I'd say it's probably eight years old, yep. but it does need to be cleaned, and so does the siding of the house. The house itself is wood and been painted, and do you clean that also, or would I have to hire somebody else to do that? Well, you, um, no, Chet, most of the time the roof cleaning companies uh, uh, would uh, you know, would do that as well. So, uh, so chances are you can hire one company, but um, you can do pressure washing with metal. Uh, we don't get as concerned with metal than uh, like we do with, um, you know, with like shingles. You can't do pressure washing with shingles, but you can do some pressure washing. You don't want to put the pressure directly on it where it actually uh, will, you know, remove the uh, if it does have a, a finish to it. Um, some uh, metal roofs do have a finish on it. Um, the um, the manufacturer, the the uh, Metal Roofing Manufacturers Association, uh, rec recommends um, cleaners that have sodium silicate in it. Sodium silicate. Uh, but if you just contact, you know, a number of different uh, roof cleaning companies in town, uh, then they can recommend, you know. It's, different ones have different processes. You just want to make sure that it's not uh, chlorine or bleach. That's the okay. So no chlorine, no bleach. Um, do you service the Palatka area, or is that too far for your company to come? Well, we don't actually do roof cleaning. We do roof repairs and roof replacement, but not necessarily roof cleaning. So I, I would, um, I would just you know have you try to find somebody you know there in Palatka. So we're out of Jacksonville. Sometimes we'll go that far, but not for a. Not for a cleaning. It wouldn't be cost effective for you to hire us to to do that. That's, that's so. great. So they'd be able to uh, do the house and the roof. Yes. Yep. Okay. Great. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Really appreciate your call, Mary. All right. Let's see. Let's go to Ed in Avondale. How you doing today, Ed? Just fine. How can I help you? Well, I have a ceiling. It's plaster. My house is about 70 years old, mm -hmm. and uh, it's the original finish everywhere inside. And I have plaster ceilings, and the plaster's holding up real well in all the rooms except the kitchen. And mm -hmm. I have a chunk of it about ready to fall. I look up every time I go in there and wonder how it's going to feel when it hits my head. <laughs> but, um, uh, so. And I've had 
several different people. I haven't had anybody come out yet. We just noticed it about two or three weeks ago, and we were dealing with some other problems. But um, should, should should all the since it's the ceiling itself, should all the plaster come out, or can I just take that partial out and sort of uh, put some stucco up there, or not, not stucco, but plaster? Sure. And then sheetrock over it, or is that against law, or what? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's no law that says that you can't do it. But let's let's talk about. I mean, plaster in general. I love plaster, but plaster is a is uh, is a lost art. Uh, there's not completely lost, but it, there's a. It is definitely very specialty uh, uh, type of repair. So, is there any staining in the area where the plaster is falling? Is there any staining in that area at all, or or is it just no. flaking off? Or no, it's 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 the chunk from the. Uh, what, what you call the little one by twos that holds the plaster and the mesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that's coming down except for the one by two. In other words, it's about a whatever the thickness of the entire plaster technique. Right. I mean, I, I can see from the edge of it that it is, but, but it's not it's not that far in. Okay. But I was uh, I just hate to remove. Sure. All up there. I mean, that's going to be a one big mess. Yeah. Well, it can be patched. So, so the first the reason why I was asking about staining is in general plaster. You know, it, it lasts well unless something hits it or unless water gets on it. You know, and so, but in general, it doesn't. You know, it, it's it lasts pretty well, and it's a, it's actually a great material. So, whenever I when somebody tells me that there's some sort of um, problem with a section of plaster, then that usually tells me that there's that there's water getting in that area. So the first thing that I would want you to do is to make sure that there's not water getting in that area. And and so I just would want you to double check that before you repair the actual ceiling because most of the time, I mean, I'm saying uh, the high 90s uh, percent of the time, uh, that um, problem with the plaster is going to be caused first by some sort of water intrusion problem. So I would just want you to take a look at that first. And sometimes with plaster, we do see that there's water intrusion without staining. With drywall or gypsum, if you have, you know, uh, some problem with the gypsum and and water gets on it. You know, the you're going to see staining like a hundred percent of the time, not necessarily with plaster, and so you could have some sort of water intrusion issue there, and not actually have staining with plaster. So, first thing I want you to do is just make sure that there's that there's no sort of water intrusion problem, and then secondly, obviously, is is patching or repairing the the plaster, and and so th- there is an art to it, uh, there, and so you'll want to find somebody who that's what they do is repair plaster. Uh, because it is it is different than drywall. It's different than gypsum. I don't think that it's necessary, especially if it's a small spot. I don't think it's necessary. You have to you know do the entire ceiling or that you go over the top of the plaster with drywall. You just have to find a, somebody who's good at repairing plaster. And there's a process. I mean, there's lath and there's you know it's a cementous material, plaster material, and so you just have to find somebody who can actually patch it well. It's really not a do-it-yourself project because. As I said, there's an art to it. I have a guy that works for me, and uh, he doesn't 
work here in Jacksonville. He actually works out of my Orlando office. Uh, who's um, we call him UK Steve, and uh, he's uh, you know from the UK, uh, and so he's you know a guy that I use to do plaster repairs. But I don't have anybody here in Jacksonville, and so um, uh, so I, I can't. You know my business. I can't help you with that, but but that's definitely what you want. You want to find somebody who uh, is a good plaster uh, repair person. And I wouldn't necessarily go over the top of the whole thing with drywall. I'd I'd much rather you find somebody that can just patch it. Yeah. Well, Ralph has. I think Ralph has someone that they recommend because there is a lot of plaster here in in Avondale. Yeah. Homes. In fact, that's probably where the concentration of more. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree 100%. Yeah. Well, thank uh thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um appreciate your call. Um uh, uh good luck with that and and um uh and uh hopefully that all works out for you. Number to dial with your home improvement questions is 3401045. Again, 3401045 uh with your home improvement questions. All right, let's go to John in Callahan. How you doing today, John? Hey, how are you today? I'm doing great. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, I am building a, a brand new home here in Callahan myself. Nice. Um, just subcontracting everything out. And I wanted to get your recommendation. I've got a 712 uh, pitch roof. And right now I've got 30 pound felt. But, uh, you know, I've just been reading up on the peeling stick yep. uh, versus the felt. And uh, I've heard different people say, oh, well, on a 712, you know, pitch roof, the rain shouldn't stay anywhere gravity's going to come you know make it come down so the felt is just fine uh so i just wanted to get y'all's expert opinion and maybe also let you guys come out uh once we put the trusses up and everything next week and see if you can give me maybe a price on on the roofing because you know i'm trying to cheap out everywhere i can but the roof is the place i don't want to cheap out on i want that to make sure that's uh, done correctly yeah, you you definitely want to make sure it's installed well because, you know, you can close the windows and you can shut the doors, but the roof is out there taking the weather at all times. And the, the consequences, if it's bad, is that it damage you know, water comes in, it damages all the rest of the stuff on the inside of the house. So yeah, definitely, you know, of course, I, you know, think it's an important component and, you know, we'd love to give you a quote on it. And, and um, you know, if you decide to use this, great. If not, not a big deal. But, um, but yeah, if you just call my office, uh, then they can schedule one of my guys out there to take a look at it. Now, in regards to peel and stick or, rather, or regular underlayment, in general, what we're looking at for underlayments um, is that there's, you know, the old style asphalt felt, there is um, synthetic underlayments, uh, and then there's self-adhered polymer-modified underlayments, also called peel-and-stick. There's advantages and disadvantages to each one. Uh, the idea with a peel-and-stick is that it's rubberized, so when you fasten through it, it acts as a gasket to seal around those fasteners. And so with regular underlayment, either the synthetic or the uh, asphalt underlayments, uh, it, when you nail through it, it doesn't necessarily seal around it. One of the downsides to the peel and stick, though, is that it's also a vapor barrier. It's a moisture barrier. And so you do want to make sure that the house can breathe properly or that there's enough. You have an interior, uh, you have a fresh air exchange, uh, especially if you're doing the spray foam insulation. You want to make sure that there's fresh uh, air exchange to make sure that the, the air can actually uh exchange out. You don't want to uh, trap all of the air in where there's no fresh air coming in. And so, um, uh, so that's the, the concern with the, with the peel and stick. But if you're doing spray foam, then 
it's not an extra concern. The second thing with peel and stick is is that because it's self-adhered, it's adhered directly to the wood, uh, the wood decking or the sheathing, and that peel and stick will never come off which is good because it won't ever come off. But in 20, 30 years, when you have to replace the roof, you want to be able to look at the decking and it won't come off of it. And so if you want the peel and stick off, the decking will come with it. And then the spray foam is attached on the back side of it. And so that's our concern with peel and stick. Now it's, you know, it's one of those things where I can make an argument both ways. And so there's customers that decide to do, you know, synthetic underlayments, and there's ones that decide to do peel and stick. If it's a, if it's a low slope roof, you know, uh, 212 to 412, then I'm going to, I'm going to absolutely 100% recommend peel and stick and, and almost even require it. Uh, with an A12 pitch, I'm not as concerned. And so understand that the underlayment system or the, the felt or the, the underlayment system, really the primary purpose is that it serves as a temporary roofing system until the roof is on. So once the roof is on, once the shingles are on, the water doesn't actually get to the peel and stick. So that's different than a tile roof. Like with a tile roof, the underlayment serves a purpose the entire roof, the entire life of the roof. With shingles, it doesn't. They're waterproof with the slope by itself. So I... On my house, I have peel and stick, so I'm not anti-peel and stick. Um, and, and as I said, I can make an argument both ways. So uh, I don't know if that helps. I may have Absolutely. even confused him more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate right, it. Thank you very much. Thanks. And our phone number, if you want us, uh, an estimate, 647-3907. Again, 647-3907. Thanks for your call. We're going to take a quick break, come back into the uh, final segment this week's In the House. Hey, hey, welcome back. Final segment this week's In the House with Ken and Jared. Appreciate everybody uh, joining me today on the show. I uh, only have a few minutes left here, so I want to answer a couple quick questions. Uh, William in Westside has a question about whether or not we do flat roofs. Yes, we do. Um, uh, we do all types of commercial and flat material, uh, and uh, we always come out, give you a couple different options, and then um, uh, give you a price for each one, and then you can make a decision. Of course, we have our recommendations, but yes, we do flat roofs. Uh, my office number is 647-3907. Uh, Ron in Southside has uh, about replacing a roof question about the vent pipes. The vent pipes are the ventilation for the plumbing. We recommend a system called uh, bull bullet boot. Uh, so much uh, of the time here in Jacksonville, it's a rubber gasket material and water uh, over time can actually get inside of it. And so uh, there's a material called bullet boots uh, that really we were the one of the first ones to use those here in the Jacksonville area. And um, so that's what we recommend. And if you, uh, again, call my office, we can we can help you through that 647-3907. And then... Um, Nick and Pontevedra, we only have about a minute left, so um, give um, uh, give the producer your uh, your phone number, I'll, uh, and uh, I'll give you a call off the air and answer that question. Uh, he has a question about soffits and fascia. I apologize, we just didn't have time to get to you. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening today. If you're thinking about replacing your roofing or siding, I'd love to be part of that project. My office number six four seven thirty nine zero seven. If you're thinking about replacing your windows, the one company you need to do, to use Renewal by Anderson. Phone number, of course, nine zero four two 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 eight zero six four. Again, two 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 eight zero six four. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, show's called In the House every Saturday morning. 
Take care. God bless. See ya. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.